3: Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake and field in between. Let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. <laughs> Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors. Only on Sports Radio 1057 FM, The Fan board ha, ha, ha. you're in the crazy train with the
2: Midwestern shooter supplies cutting edge outdoors. It is now time for the second hour with Danny and myself Tom and jazz on the boards. We welcome you for uh, if you're just tuning in. Uh, or thank you for staying tuned to us, mm-hmm. you know, through the first hour. Anyway, 799-1250 is the phone number. You can call us with questions or comments. And, of course, we come to you every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m. We are on both a.m., that's 1250 on the a.m. dial, and 105.7 on the FM dial. So you can catch us either way. So we, uh, we're we waiting, just waiting for a phone call from, uh, what's his name, Mike? <coughs> that's it. While we wait for that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one thing, did I talk about
3: Super Bowl commercials last week? Did we did we no. discuss this? No. Okay. No, we didn't. There's some pretty good ones already. Like if you go on YouTube and go yeah. to play something, like the Tostitos ones are yeah. already. There's some pretty, pretty funny ads going. But one thing that I've in marketing, I was thinking about this, watching a few ads. Um, they'll have like a celebrity mm-hmm. and like one of them, I think it was a church's chicken, no, Popeye's chicken. And Jerry Rice was okay. in the ad. Yeah. And then during the ad, they go, Okay, Jerry Rice. Like they say his name. Okay, yeah. so you like that Jerry Rice. And I and I've seen seen this in several other commercials. They use a celebrity spokesperson, but it's almost like they have to tell you who it is. Well, that's not a good celebrity spokesperson if you have to say the person's who, name yeah who, as he is. who he is yeah you, got a you know point what I mean if, yeah, if you're yeah. gonna have a celebrity person don't ha- don't sit there and identify him to everybody because mm-hmm. if they don't know who he is to begin with that's a bad celebrity to choose yeah
2: not only that, but a lot of those ads. These marketing
3: guys don't have any idea. Well, yeah. some of the well, ads,
2: the ones that you watch, and then after it's over, you're like, "What was that for?" What was that for? Yeah, exactly. Those are the worst. The overpaid ads.
3: marketing executive got paid, gets a hundred grand a year to come up with those
2: yeah. dumb ideas. Yeah, it's like uh, I can know, call me. I la- could come up with great yeah, ideas. Last year that happened a lot, where you know, I and I and I look to my son, I say, what, "What what was that for? What was that just for?" He said, "I don't know." I don't, you know, we're, so we're waiting for it to come on again to see what the heck it was for. Did I ever tell you my uh, idea for McDonald's marketing campaign? No.
3: Okay, it's, it's the Because You Like It campaign. So, like, the guy pulls up to the drive-thru, and he orders a Big Mac, and then all of a sudden his wife or whoever, the nagging one, mm-hmm. starts going, do you know there's this many calories of this and fat and this many grams? of? Chill? Why are you ordering it? And he turns and looks at it and says to her, because I like it. And then he turns, gets it's, it from the girl in the drive-through, and it comes across the screen. McDonald's, because you like it. And it would be a like McDonald's that. because good. you like it campaign. Why,
2: why are you, you giving go, that free? You're giving it out free now. Now somebody's gonna take that, and they're gonna call they McDonald's. Can do it. Oh
3: boy,
2: McDonald's, because you like it. There you go. And don't, complaint
3: because they're you know they tried satisfying all the health food nuts and everything else and And it ain't gonna work no it ain't gonna
2: work you you buy stuff because you like it whatever
3: whatever it is because it's mine and i want it that's what my dad
2: used to say yeah when i'd steal his boots or something do we have mine and i want it do we have mike Vessert on the line is that a question to me yes we have okay put him on good morning mike good morning mike you and doug run the fish x fishing expo and the muskie expo correct that is correct, sir. Yeah, that's so. What made you guys decide to do the Fish X Ex Expo free?
1: Well, Doug, Doug started these shows, oh, 30 years ago. Yeah,
2: a long time ago.
1: Yeah. He started, he actually was one of the founders of the Madison Fishing Expo. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's yeah. cool. I was talking
3: to him about that once.
1: And that was a nonprofit uh, fishing show. Right. And it, they, they grew and grew and grew and, and turned into basically what it is today. Mm hmm. Um, you know, and, and we kind of looked at it and said, you know what, maybe it's time to do free again.
2: Yeah, really. I'm telling you, you guys are going to have so many people out there because there's nothing like this anywhere that I've ever heard of.
1: Well, and that's the whole point. You know, it's, it's really basically our first year, um, at doing this. So we're, we're, we're not looking to hit it out of the park or anything like that, but you know what, we're, we're looking to put on a free event. So kind of put that in. In
2: perspective. I, I think um, you guys will hit it out of the park. I think awesome. you will. <clears throat> yeah, because, I mean, like I said, I've never heard of a, a free fishing show. You know, I mean, it, it, this is something unique. And, you know, the people in Wisconsin, they love free stuff.
1: Well, <laughs> <You know? laughs> well, the,
2: the free beer won't be until after the show. Hey. Oh, I'm okay. Up. okay. I heard beer. I'm up. Well, yeah, you woke <laughs> our producer up. He's back there texting. But now people will have to pay for the Muskie Expo, for the Muskie Show, right?
1: Yes. The yeah. Muskie Show is a little different animal. That's also a very long-standing show. I believe it's their 29th year. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we do bring in um, some bigger names for that. Um, and, and with those bigger names comes a little bigger price tag. So. Uh, well, how about
3: give us give us a rundown? What what are some of the speakers, or who are who are some of the speakers?
1: Well, for the free event, we've got um, kind of a neat young cast coming in. Um, these guys are kind of like on the YouTube phenomena thing. They're mm. out there posting their videos, and they're actually getting some pretty decent following. So it's going to be kind of exciting to see some of these young guys in there. Uh, we've got Noah 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 Humpfield. will be doing talking about walleyes, and Jason Drew will be talking about salmon and harbor trout, and Robbie Jerningo. He'll, he's from Angling Adventures. His little show is just exploding. The um, amount of followers he's getting is just a, amazing on YouTube. And we got Doug Wagner. Um, he'll be talking about multi-species. He's actually uh, a young man, 24 years old, uh, giving up his regular career and trying to live the dream. He's going to be a full-time guide up in Green Bay this summer. So some really interesting guys, up-and-coming guys, that type of thing. So pretty exciting that way.
2: And at the Muskie Show?
1: At the Muskie Show, we just did get that posted on our website. In fact, uh, Tony Grant and his Road Rules will be there. So, with that, um, I could actually just give me a second here. I just just got this updated list last night, and I'm totally yeah. What what
2: what what is the website if people want to get more info?
1: Muskieexpo.com.
2: Okay, and for the Fish X Fishing Show?
1: Yep, yeah, you can just go to fish. Expose with an S dot com.
2: Okay, and that's easy enough. That's okay, easy enough. Oh, yeah, yeah to definitely. get all. And what I really like too is the parking is free as well. You know, the out there right. at Washington uh, County uh, Fairgrounds.
1: Yeah, so for basically for ten bucks at the Muskie Expo, you can have a have a great <clears throat> great day.
2: Um, yeah, ten today. bucks. Ten bucks is nothing.
1: Yeah. No, it isn't. No, no, absolutely. It's
3: a
2: great deal. And and I know there there's probably a lot of people that will not just go into the muskie uh, expo, but then they'll go across the hall and go over to the fish X one too, you know. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they'll, they'll go back. But then again, there's going to be a lot of people who just maybe they're not into muskie fishing. They want to see all the other stuff for all the other species, you know. I think
3: they'll go to both,
2: Tom. I think a
3: lot You well. don't go to a fishing show. And just see half
2: the show. Right. You go,
3: except unless you're just one of those musky schmoes. Yeah,
2: right. Yeah. And, and there's a <gasps> and lot you of just yeah, do the musky show. Yeah. There's a lot of them like that. Okay. You were going on your, did you get on your site now?
1: Yeah. I did. I,
2: okay. I did. Who else one. is going to be at the musky show then?
1: Okay. We've got Spencer Berman. Mm mm-hmm. hmm. Greg Thomas, of course. Tom Deeps. Um, he's, a, he's he's definitely on the, on, on the more musky. He's from Guy's Choice. Uh, Jeff Van Remortel. Um, he's, Awesome, awesome talent. Um, Joel DeBoer, Steve Jensen, and actually on Sunday we uh, Musky Shop actually sponsored in uh, Joe Booker. Oh, okay. Hey. So we're gonna have a we're gonna have a good round rounded thing. Um, they, we're actually doing some mini clinics and workshops that way too. So uh, it's it's gonna be a pretty full packed weekend. So if you want to spend some serious time learning from some of the best in the industry, this is a great place to do it.
2: Yeah, and what's nice about the Fish X Expo? Try to say that three times fast. <laughs> yeah,
1: we got we to work on that. A little yeah, bit.
2: challenging is, for Tom. You, you, you just gotta say it a little bit slower. Fish X Expo. Uh, you know what's really neat is that they're, they're gonna have you know a lot of the all the new stuff that's coming out this year. You know that uh, people can find there and then uh you know if they need more of them then they can go to their local bait and tackle shops and get more you know and they can get your new bait tom what's that y- so new you don't even know <laughs> it's so new i don't even know <laughs>
1: <laughs> well we've got like you know different vendors are coming in with different specials too mm-hmm. it right? just actually just was on uh, on on facebook this morning Livingston lures has got kind of a neat special coming in mm-hmm. um for like the first 30 people that show up at the show and buy buy lures um you know, hat giveaways and, you know, sweatshirt giveaways, that type of
2: thing. So it'll be exciting. It'll be fun. Yeah, this, this, I, I, I am really looking forward to this. It's it's going to be an exciting show, and that's going to be on February 9th, 10th, and 11th, and they can get more info by going to Fish Expos, with an S, Expos. Uh, that'll get get you all the information for that one. And then uh, what was the other one, muskieexpo.com? com.
1: M-U-S-K-I-E Expo. Dot com. Yeah,
2: that's for the musky one. Yeah, so
1: you know, you know Today's a good day for though Today What's... is an awesome day to get out there and hit the ice. Mike. Yeah, beautiful
2: oh, yeah. day, man.
1: Forty <clears throat> degrees. It's January. It's unbelievable. This is like end of February fishing. Yeah, this...
2: I, you know, I couldn't believe all the snow that was around my house. The four or five inches. It's all gone. It's all gone. I love it. It's all gone. <laughs> I love it. Hey, uh, question
3: is: Is Doug Reiter going to be around the show then?
2: Yes, he will. Because I, be- I got to stop out and talk to him. I haven't seen him in a while, so.
1: Yep, Doug will be there in all his glory. So. Yep.
2: <laughs> 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 all right. I know the last time I talked to Doug, we had a we had a great conversation, and uh, I, I should. Danny, are you going to go out there? Yeah, uh, I'm going to drive on, out I, there. Like after if the I, as after long the as radio show. Taking care of mom's stuff yeah. up at the nursing home up
3: north. If I can keep that weekend, I think I should stop
2: out. Maybe, there. Uh, maybe on a Sunday maybe on a sunday yeah maybe we'll take a ride out on sunday and you know and check check it all out i know i know i want to go i know definitely i want to go so
1: i will so, look forward to having you guys yeah
2: That's i'll tell you, i'll tell you th- this is this is really exciting and 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 i'm dead serious when i say this mike it's exciting because so many people have said to me are you kidding me this, the the show is free i don't have to pay anything and no parking i mean they they couldn't believe it I mean, well, you know, so you, I think you guys will hit a home run here. Hey, uh, you talked about ice fishing. Have you been out a lot, Mike?
1: I, I've only gotten out one day so far, and that's just because I've been so busy with this show.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, all right.
1: I'm, I'm actually kind of, <laughs> of looking forward to the shows being over so I can get out more. I'm going to yeah. be out today just a little bit with a buddy, so I'm kind of excited about today just because it's so nice I'm taking some time. Yeah. Where,
3: where are you guys going?
1: We'll be we'll be out on Squaw Bay, out, out in Lake Monona.
3: Oh,
2: all right. There you go. Awesome. You, ought to, you ought to catch some fish there. Yep. Oh yeah. No and matter. and there'll be another couple hundred anglers with you. Hey, <laughs> you know, maybe you get some free beers from one of them.
1: <laughs> that that does happen. You never yeah. know.
2: You're right. And it's cold. All right. Well, Mike, thanks for calling. Hey, good and, luck, man. And, and good luck. And we'll be talking more about it in the weeks to come before the show. Okay.
1: All right. Thank you guys. All right. Take, take,
2: care. take care, Mike. That was Mike Wessert. Vessert. Uh, Vessert, yes, from the Fish X Ex Expo and the Muskie Expo Expo that's going to be held at Washington County Fairgrounds on February 9th, 10th, and 11th.
3: What are those websites again, Tom?
2: Uh, FishExpos.com and MuskieExpo.com. Whoa, all that nitric
3: oxide you've been taking for blood flow to the brain is working. <laughs> yes, good.
2: so. It's working. Right. Yeah, okay. We got to go to a break, Danny. Who are they listening to?
3: Um, uh, the Midwestern shooter supply cutting edge outdoors. That's <laughs> ist alles
2: for now. Yeah, okay. We'll be right back.
4: I lost before, Got and the Yeah. But you said, child, just once more, I chose you for the one. We're hot. Now
2: we're having so much fun. Oh, yeah. You me so El Fuego. 799 is the made phone me number. So <laughs> very
3: happy, Tom.
2: Oh, yeah. 799-1250 is the phone number. You got any questions or comments? Uh you know, uh, up in northern Wisconsin last week, uh, you know, when we got that snow here, uh, up there, oh, you're my, yeah, up north, they got like, what, 8, 10 inches, 12 inches or something? They were supposed to get a lot of snow up in northern Wisconsin. Yeah, and, yep.
3: Yeah, uh, we, we. Up in Douglas County. Yeah, oh, there. Yeah. I heard there's, I think I read
2: online, 10 inches of snow, Patterson State Park area. Yeah, at least. Oh, you know, speaking of that, uh, Boulder Lake State Park. Yep. You know that place? Nope. No. Okay. It's up by Schwano by area. Lake. Yeah. Well. Well, they closed. They closed the camping area down. They closed it. But they won't. You know, people said, "Well, is there something wrong with the lake?" No, nothing wrong. Is something wrong with the campsites? No. Something wrong with with uh, ground quality, water quality, whatever. No. They won't say why they closed this big camping area. Any x files, music back well, there, hey, jazz. Now, Can you get that? Somebody mm-hmm. said that there Remember was. Remember that that kind of. Like, yeah, yeah, X Files. Uh, X Files. But now somebody conspiracy. said. Somebody said, and they can't substantiate this. You know, and right. and of course this is a rumor. I'm just telling people it's a rumor. But somebody said that, it was due to some some crazy person that was, uh, saying that he was going to do harm to campers. He didn't like the campers there. And there really, was a crazy person around there. There we go. Good. Is this it? Oh yeah, that's the X Files. I like that. But anyway, so they said that it was had something to do with that. I don't think it had anything to do with the paranormal and ghosts so or whatever, or big Freddie Krieger and so threatening it, the campground? Now this crown? is now this is what well, somebody's a guy with the hockey
3: mask. That's Jason, right? That's Jason, yeah. That's Jason. That yeah. would be Jason.
2: So okay. but they but they unexpectedly close this campground down. Just boom, close it. Nobody can go. And it was a very, very popular campground. La it was booked every weekend and and so people are wondering what the, the heck scary is guy going up, there on is up, up there. north clayton maybe it's That's slend maybe it's Slender him. man yeah no it's uh, up north
3: clayton who who was Who's no up north, nobody Clayton? Wants. That's the scary guy. That's the Freddy Krueger of uh, of up north. north. Yeah, it's the up north Clayton.
2: Up north Clayton. What up was that? North what was Clayton. the guy nobody wants to hey. mess with up north Clayton? What was he's the got guy... powers? What was the guy's name who used to he make doesn't wear a hockey mask? He wears a Green Bay uh, wait, hey, helmet. I'm asking what? you a question. Jesus, he's sitting there talking to somebody in Never Never Land. <laughs> 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 you know, it's like he's having a conversation uh. with the wall. Listen. I'm trying to ask him a question. Uh, one room can only handle so much ADHD at one time. What was the guy's name who used to make lampshades out of people's Eddie ins- Gein. Eddie Gein. Up yeah. in Plainfield, Wisconsin. Maybe, maybe that's who's up there by this older lake campsite. So, camp so
3: you heard that they're threatening, but you can't get any other missed.
2: No, the DNR there,
3: won't say anything. Are there five months of missing emails no, as
2: well? No, DNR won't say nothing. These conspiracies. Yeah. Who Just, do you got on the line?
3: I've
5: <laughs> got Al over in good old... O'Connell, home of the raccoons. Uh, good morning, and Al. Al wants to talk about some legislative stuff oh, hunting, fishing. Must be hey. Al Shook.
3: Fine. Time to get
2: serious.
0: Good morning, gentlemen. How are
2: we doing today? Hey, Hi, doing good, Al. good. What's up, Al? Go ahead. Oh, wait oh, a minute. No. We lost you. We lost Al. We lost Al. Hold well, on. If I, you're listening, I, Al, hold on. Sorry, we'll Al. Get
3: to you. I, I squarely accept all the blame and place it squarely on Jazz's shoulders back yeah. there. Are you there, He's Al? He's multitasking. Okay. I, oh, Al's still Al, here.
2: Al's, Al's here. there. Everything? Uh, yeah, we didn't hear we a word everything. whatever you said. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that some people claim that to be
0: good. Um, good news out of Madison. It's a very busy time of the year. They're trying to wrap up the legislative session. Uh, hopefully, they'll get it done in March. But uh, the one thing that I'm happy about is that Warden Bill is not moving anywhere so far. I'm hearing no traction on that bill at all, and. The wetland bill that uh, we were very concerned of, the Senate, is taking up an awful lot of suggestions from the public, and that bill is being reviewed. Whether it comes out of this session is yet to be known because, of course, that it will have to go back through both houses with the changes, but as the bill was originally proposed in December, I don't believe it's going to go anywhere. It well- has very little traction in the Senate
3: well that's, so that's good. good well that's well that's good yeah. news so they weren't able to fast track it on through on us this time
0: no no they weren't uh, it didn't work out so well that way if that was their intent um, one of the other things that is seeing fast motion is some of the bills to benefit veterans and disabled hunters where other I don't know if it's just able body, but other hunters can transfer their authorization to these people so they don't have to wait so long in order to get a turkey tag, a bear tag, bobcat, so on and so forth. And those bills are moving forward quite quickly. And another bill that seems to have a lot of traction is one that was proposed in the Assembly and the Senate about removing state funding for the control or the monitoring of the eastern timber wolf in wisconsin well the the federal government controls won't let us manage the animals an assemblyman and a senator said well then if that's the case you guys can pay for everything enforcement tracking whatever the case may be
2: does that mean they're going to pay for bullets Uh, Bullets, I got bullets
0: No, that's not it But uh, there is a concern That if that money gets pulled And the state government does Get get the management back That it will take a while Because we don't have any current Year to year animal counts Wisconsin is the only State that does that Mm. Uh, Minnesota did an annual Count when they had a hunting season now, all they do is they count packs. And in Michigan, they take the survey every three to five years. So Wisconsin has a lot more detail and information than any other state in the United States on the wolf population. So we don't think that's going to be a problem. This bill came about because that's what happened out west, where a governor of Utah sent a letter to the state, uh, the United States government, saying, this is your baby, you change the diaper, we're done. And within a few weeks the uh, United States government said, Well, we don't want that kid, it's yours, do what you want.
2: Good. I so, wish they would do
3: that to us. So too. you're well, so you're thinking maybe a wolf hunt next year or how many how long would it take?
0: It all depends on what what the federal government does because it, it is in their control. There is I think it's Congressman Duffy is writing a bill to slam on as a rider for an individual bill to see if they can get it passed where the the control goes back to the three states, Wisconsin, Michigan, Minnesota, and it would be immune from judicial review, meaning that uh, environmental groups couldn't take it to court out east or in, out in California to find a judge that sympathizes with them and stop the season.
2: Well, we'll see what happens down the road, Al. We appreciate yeah. you giving us a call and keeping us updated on what's going on. One other thing, Tom. yeah,
0: it's the ninety-second annual Coon Feed at the Delafield Legion Hall today.
2: Oh, that's right. It
0: yeah, and it benefits uh, youth groups and veterans groups. So if you get a chance, it's on Lampen Peak Road, and come on out and it, and uh, enjoy yourself. It all starts at four thirty.
2: If All you right. Don't want
0: to try raccoon? They're going to have turkey for sale. So
2: well, I've yeah, had raccoon and it's just fine.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah, it is. just fine. All right, Al. Thanks a lot.
0: Thanks, buddy. Thanks, guys, have a great show. You too. Right,
2: Thank you. Who, who else you got there? Which one? Yeah, we... <laughs> Jazz is pressing buttons. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for,
5: thanks for, thanks for that, Tommy. Yeah, Anyways, okay. we've got we're going back to that. I have to find the X Files theme music again. Why? Just tell Just We've uh, got uh, Aaron over in West Dallas. He's got us an updated story on okay. that campground they we were talking okay. about. Okay, hey, hi, Aaron. You're, Aaron. You're, uh, on cutting, you're on Cutting Edge
2: Outdoors. Hey, Aaron. Hey,
0: how's it going? How's what, it going, guys? What
2: have you heard about it, Aaron?
0: What I heard is the uh, there's a landowner up there who's uh, target practicing. Yeah. And he is shooting towards the campground area.
2: Really? For the
0: safety of the campers, the DNR decided to shut it down.
2: Why don't they just and shut then, him down?
0: Well, because he's within his legal rights.
2: Oh. He's on his own land. He oh, can shoot okay. yeah. But so it's they're, going... They're, they're trying to figure out what they're going to do now. Do you oh, think okay. this
3: landowner is doing it on purpose to... Not that he's trying to shoot anybody, but he's trying to create a situation uh, where he doesn't have a bunch of campers next
2: to him?
0: It's hard to say if that's the reason he's doing it.
2: Okay, and you got this on a good source, Iron. Huh,
0: I believe this came through the Wisconsin Outdoor News. They just posted an article on that.
5: Oh, okay. I'm sure he came out on his okay. porch one day and was like,
0: What the hell's going on <laughs> out?
2: So
3: what What but everybody
5: they could...
0: They did offer to go ahead and refund everybody all their money.
2: Yeah, they did. Yes, they did. I didn't get into the whole story and everything, but... Uh, Couldn't they take that
3: money, go to the guy's house, dig a little sand pit, put some targets there, and say, Shoot here. Yeah. I thought the guy's probably going to do something.
2: Yeah. Well... Yeah, hopefully they can figure that out because it's a very popular campground. A lot of people use it all year long, you know. And
3: Yeah, it's just kind of know, weird how that it's happened. It's weird,
2: yeah. Well, thanks for that update, Aaron. Good. We appreciate it. Thanks for the – Okay, you yep. bye now. And you, we got one more person before break? What do we got? We do. We've got uh, Tex from oh, Big yeah. Truck. A big rig. Hey, in in the, the Big Ray Hey, Tex in the Big Ring.
3: We got a Winnebago Hey, report.
2: Tex, what's up? Oh, heading to Green
3: Bay going ice fishing. Bush, are you coming up to Green Bay today? Yeah, not today, darn it. But are uh, you going to be in Door County, or where are you going to be at? I'm going to go all the way up to Door County
5: today, get away from the crowd a little bit. But I'll be back Monday, too. So,
2: Are you fishing on the Bay of Green Bay? Yeah. Yeah, gonna...
5: yeah I want to go where there's hard water.
2: Where, where, what are you fishing for? <laughs>
5: I'm going to do whitefish today. Yeah, we did perch over in Swamico last week. It was pretty slow.
3: So. Yeah. Do you see anybody pike fishing in Swamico there? Oh yeah. Were they getting oh, anything?
5: I didn't see anything. I, I know a Dead Horse has been kind of popular this year just south of Swamico there. Yeah,
3: I used to a live right there.
5: Yeah, they've been getting a getting a few a uh, few in there and a and a few perch, but it's been pretty slow. Yeah. Uh, but uh, hey, I, I had an update updated story on the. Uh, boulder lake uh, yeah campground yeah they said it last night on the news they said they the judge actually committed that guy to a mental institution and they're debating they might op- go ahead and open that up anyway oh really how the tides <laughs> have turned
3: wow. so wow. are there visiting yeah, hours where we can go see the guy
2: <laughs> well, I'll leave I'll leave <laughs> so you saw that on the news last night eh?
5: Yeah, that was on our news up here. You know, we're oh. a little closer to Boulder Junction, so right, probably, right. probably just hadn't made it down to you yet.
2: Right, right. <laughs> All right. Well, that—that that... Hey,
5: I do. Uh, let me ask you just yeah. one other question. You know, they—they got the pictures of the cats running around now. Uh, the cougars.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And
5: they said they eat. You know, they—they're feeding on deer, but do they feed on wolves, or no. do the wolves feed on uh, them? I think <laughs> they
2: stay away from the wolves because wolves are in packs and. Mountain lion, you know, one mountain lion against ten uh, wolves—that's not a fair match. So, no, they probably stay away from them.
5: Oh darn! I hope there's something
3: they'd eat
2: those. It'd be a pretty good pay-for-view event if you could get a ringside (laughs) seat
3: to something like that: cougar versus
2: the wolf. But
3: yeah, uh, yeah, matter of fact, those cougars—I went on a map and checked it out. They're within about. Uh oh big bless sneeze, big sneeze. Okay, I held in and I you know a guy blew his throat out that way, I heard on the news. Yeah, you gotta be careful. I, thank God I'm alive. So I um I uh, uh where was I? You were, oh five you... miles away from <laughs> my memory pills from are my... really working. At nitric oxide, Tom, it works five for miles other, away. Works for other things too, I hear. So anyway, uh five miles away from my wealthy estate on in yeah. Douglas yeah. County, that cougar's running around. Where's oh, they caught, them in the
5: south, they caught them in uh, Rosendale, too. Yeah, they're, they're
2: all over. They're all over. You know,
5: Fond du Lac County? Yeah. Yep,
2: yep. There. Yeah,
5: they just had had a guy on a trail camera, had had one go through his backyard there in Rosendale.
2: Well, down by us, they're as close as uh, Holy Hill area. You know, I'm...
5: Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I'm staking oh,
3: yeah. a poodle to a steak at night, and I'm waiting with infrared cameras, hoping to get a, get a sighting <laughs> yeah, of one of those guys.
5: Your excuse is, I thought it was a big squirrel I shot at. <laughs>
3: All
2: right, Tex, All right, guys, thanks for calling. You too. The only good poodle okay, is a dead now. poodle, in my opinion. All right, we gotta go to a break. Ooh, now, I,
3: now I anger dog lovers. Yeah, I don't right. mean it. You, you, you I'm pissed everybody do, off now, now. I gotta go do hours of community <laughs> service at the dog shelter. That's right. And have a tearful. of
2: Apologies, because,
3: because I offended everybody. <laughs> That's the way this world works. Well, you
2: won't get offended if you go to the Midwestern Shooter Supplies, uh, uh, Cutting Edge Outdoors every Saturday morning. As for well, no, you will. But if you go to Midwestern Shooter Supply in Lomira, you won't get offended.
3: You'll get the, a nice new fishing rod, or rifle, rifle whatever, ammo,
2: whatever. whatever. All kinds of good deals. All right. Mm-hmm. This is 105.7 FM. The fan. We are the Midwestern Shooter Supplies. Cutting edge outdoors. We are back, Danny. The yeah, the the the. Lacocious Mike McGivern was just in the studio chatting with us a little bit. He'll be on at 8 o'clock.
3: He wasn't chatting. He told you to quit parking in his spot. Tom. No.
2: <laughs> no, he he has his own special spot, you know, because he's big time Mike McGivern. They give him a special spot. Do
3: yeah. they have like signs and no. stuff out here? No. Well, they no. should. <laughs> they should. We should, should have be our one. There should be one. It has number 36 for uh, Leroy Butler. Yeah. And there's
2: one for oh. Gary Ellerson.
3: Was he 32? Uh,
2: um, yeah. Yeah. He was forty-two. He was number forty-two. Forty-two. You know why I know that? Because You look his at the pictures, picture's right, right up, up there. <laughs> I saw you look above my. Yeah, ad. it's right up there. <laughs> number forty-two. And then they could put one for you that says El Chipo, <laughs> and for you El Guapo. El Guapo. Uh, what does that mean anyway? El Guapo. What does Guapo? It's a mean? name.
3: It was. It in, was a uh, guy's name. It was the guy's name. And yeah, uh, was that his name? It was in uh, in the, uh, three the Three Amigos. amigos. Yeah. yeah. In El Guapo. <laughs> Was the bad guy. Wasn't there El Fuego in there, too? Oh, El Guapo. El Guapo. And I remember, like, guy. they arrested one of the guys, right? Or caught him in a compound. And then uh, and then, and then, he says something like, another gringo. He says, a gringo is falling out of the sky. And then Martin Short <laughs> comes falling off the roof onto the ground oh. right in front of him. It was just hilarious, man. Oh, <laughs> Got to be there. Got to see that movie. That's a pretty good movie. That is a good one, yeah.
2: Uh 799-1250 is the phone number. Got any questions or comments? Well, at least we got a rundown on what's going on out there at that uh Boulder Lake Campgrounds. Uh There was a crazy guy up there. Yeah, I guess a crazy.
3: Well, so guy. you were kind of on on track. Well, maybe he wasn't making through Well, maybe he was maybe making Maybe he threats. was.
2: If he's if they... My
3: guess is putting two and two, he probably was target practicing in that direction and he probably was
2: making thr- and maybe he was a little nutso, and maybe that's why he's, he's been upset put away. every
3: time. Ever since they took his favorite game show off yeah. the air, this
2: guy's been pissed. You know, the the thing is, is that a lot of the Wisconsin State Campgrounds, you know, they they have uh, fishing access on the lakes that, you know, that the campgrounds are at. Whereas you can, uh, you know, they usually have a boat launch, and then they have uh, like fishing from shore. A lot of them have fishing piers. So, like, if people don't have boats, you know, and they want to fish from shore, check out the local, check out your state campgrounds. I know, like, for out at Long Lake, uh, out by Dundee, yep, which is just west, uh, just north of uh, West Bend, uh, they got a couple of fishing piers. They got fishing from shore there, uh, and you can actually catch fish there, you know, from shore. So, and <laughs> fancy are, that, yeah, fancy that. And there's a lot of other ones around, you know, the state that you can do that, you know. So you know, don't, you know, if you're looking for those places, because I'll tell you, Danny, that's one of the hardest things for a lot of people who don't own boats to find is places to fish from shore, you know, that they can actually catch something. Now Pewaukee has got the big fishing pier, you know, that people can go on, but, uh, let's face it. there's there's not a lot of places to go to where you can fish from shore. All the property has been bought up and it's all private land, you know, and all that. So, uh, Don't overlook the the state parks. You know, they they do have fishing opportunities for you in those areas. And I was just talking to a guy uh, the other day about bow hunting in uh, the Southern Kettle Moraine on how you got to realize that that's a public area. And even though you might be sitting in your stand all camouflaged up bow hunting, people can come walking by you, (laughs) you know, because it is a public area, you know. So don't get too upset when people do come walking by you because they don't know you're there. They can't see you. See you. You're on camouflage. You're not looking up. You know.
3: Well, the other thing, yeah. you know, some of those areas of the kettle moraine, there's horse trails. And
2: yeah, stuff. that too. Yeah, and then, aren't there through. like bike trails and all that? There's hiking trails, bike trails, horse trails, all that stuff. Yeah. 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 So if you're if you are hunting in those public areas, now I know uh, the writer for the. Uh, Journal Sentinel, uh, Paul, Paul Smith, Smith. He, he goes up to the Northern Kettle Moraine, and he's done actually pretty good up there, turkey hunting and deer hunting. So, you know, there are places you can get out of the way and do that. I'm sure there are. Yeah. I'm sure there are, yes. Yeah, but finding those places to fish from shore, that's tough. That is always tough. I always thought that if, if a person came out with a book, like within, let's say, I don't know, let's say 50 miles of, yep. of, of Milwaukee, places that you could fish from shore, I think that would be a very popular book. You know, I think that would be, you know, or maybe there's a, a website, or maybe if you go on some of the fishing sites that, that they would tell you about more places, maybe. Or check, people keeping that secret. I would check the DNR website because yeah, they've they might they've have. got a ton of information yeah. on there now. Yeah, they should. All right, got to go to our last break of the day, folks. 799-1250 is the phone number. We'll be right back with more with Danny Bush, me, Tommy Neubauer, and, of course, Jazz. Let me get this right. Jazz Kulski. Christian Jazkowski. Oh, you now you want the first name? I it's up, it's up totally up to you. And what you want to do, whatever, I see. There, whatever there, floats, there's, whatever there's, floats there's your. There's no pleasing you. There's I say whatever wanna, floats your boat. You want to. Thankfully,
3: he's not calling you fat like he used to do with Billy. Yeah, yes. thank no, God. I never.
5: But, did I, don't that. Have, don't but listen, I don't have don't that to that Don't listen to that guy. Don't listen to that. No, oh. he because he went up against the world's greatest wrestler. Bubba
2: from (laughs) Green Bay. (laughs) Green Bay. We'll be right back with more, folks. Stay tuned. It's the final countdown. The final countdown. Oh,
0: we're headed for Venus.
2: Venus.
3: Mikes are now hot welcome back to the Midwestern shooter supply
2: cutting edge outdoors and uh, uh, yeah Tom yes uh, you know earlier uh, we were talking about ice fish in some of the lakes uh, Armando from uh, rivers oh there's another new advertiser I got to tell you about this guy I got it we got another new sponsor I'll be doing his ad after the show too mm-hmm. it's a friend of mine Jose and he owns a company called exclusive painting these he's he's really good but you know what well, you said
3: he does great landscape but work th- and all kinds of stuff I only and he's knew him, really reasonable yeah
2: i only knew him for landscaping i mean he's done done my uh what do you call those walls he did walls, like your rock my wall there yeah what do you call it, a retaining wall did my son's retaining wall which was a big job he's done a lot of other other landscaping work for me and my brothers and my sons and friends of mine ron had him out to his house our advertising manager I mean, Jose, not only does he do excellent work, but he's a very, very fair price. He's less money than anybody else around. But when he came over to the house and said he wanted to do advertising on the show, I said, and then he said, exclusive painting. I said, well, I thought you just did landscaping. He says, no. He says, we've been doing painting for 15 years. And I didn't know that. You know, man, I would have had him do the painting in <laughs> house. So anyway, so... Anyway, uh, Jose uh, is gonna is a new sponsor, and not only does he do the the painting, interior or exterior, he does drywall texture and stain works. So I think I'm going to have him be staining our cabinets in our kitchen too. But anyway, yeah. So Jose's ad will be you'll be hearing them every week. I want to thank Jose for you know thinking of us. And you know how it came about, Danny? How'd it come about? Tommy? Last summer he was doing some work for me, and he said, "Tom, he says I I hear you." You have a radio show. You're on a radio, and I said, yeah. And I told him all about our show, and then I said, yeah, you know, if you ever felt like advertising, you know, feel, you know, give me a call. Well, by golly, he called me on Tuesday <laughs> and said I want to advertise on your show. I said, okay, cool. So yeah, they're they're they really are experts in painting. So you know, if people are looking for somebody to do a good job at a very reasonable and fair price, Jose is the guy. I mean, I trust the guy. I mean, and if I trust him, trust me, you can trust him. Uh, as a matter of fact, let me give you his phone number real quick. It's 699-5049. That's 414-699-5049. Anyway, so, he, and he also still does the, the landscaping stuff. He, you know what he told me? And I said, you know, because that's really hard work. And he says, I enjoy it. I enjoy being outside and doing that. And my father okay. does.
5: My father does that type of
2: work. Does he? Yeah, he does. And I, I and, did. And it's I did hard some work. work. It is. It's not is easy it? work. That's no. what I did with the summer times in between college. Yeah, when he built my uh, retaining wall on the one side of the house, I, I, I swear to God, that trench had to be four feet deep and four feet wide. They had to make it wide enough so they get down there and put in all those bricks, all those decorative things. You know, I and they two guys done by hand, no machines. I mean, it was just unreal. Yeah, the hard working, fair price, really good at what he does. So, exclusive painting is the name. But anyway, all right, let's talk. Andy, well, let's talk a little there? fishing. Well, you, yeah, we were talking fishing? earlier, Tom, about
3: um, you know, old baits, yeah, right? old baits that still work going back. So, here's what it says this is in uh, the latest uh, field in stream. Uh, it says Hank Parker and uh. Of course, he was a tournament angler, lure developer, bass angler, yeah. TV host. And Mm -hmm. that just says, old bait, new bass. And it says Hank Parker thinks that many lures considered obsolete by some still have a time and place. And it says, like many bass anglers, Parker believes that although catch and release has been instrumental in preserving the fishery, it has also made bass tougher to catch. Really? What would you? It's well, it says the more bass are hooked, the smarter they become.
2: I don't buy that. I think they have short memories, which
3: is why he said, I don't know. Why do, why do, why do, uh, like even like muskies started getting conditioned to cowgirls? Why do all these baits come out hot and then they fade? I do think that somehow it's amazing how nature, but I think. Things can get conditioned. And it's not like they it's go possible. back to the it's not like they go back to the it's it's one of those mysteries in nature, Tom. It's not like they go back to the other bass and say, they don't yeah, bite. Right. Do yeah, you they see don't that do black that. thing with the silver blade? Yeah. <laughs> D-
2: don't, don't do it. Don't bite that. Don't do it. Yeah, don't bite
3: that. No, but it just and how do they pass it on to that's
2: where, see, that's why I, I I don't think they do. I, I, I think fish have short memories. But uh, then
3: again, innate qualities are passed down from species.
2: Yeah, but that, because
3: that, how they react, how they, you know, nice how time. they react within their environment, their habits, what they eat, what they do, I mean, a lot of that is innate.
2: Well, that's true. That's true. What so, they eat and, and, all and that.
3: how does how does that happen? But it says here, uh, he says, the more bass are hooked, the smarter they become, which is why he says trends and fads in bass fishing will never go away, and wise anglers will keep them up. It says, of the more current trends for Parker, none is more important for a modern bass angler to know than drop shotting. Have you done a lot of drop
2: shotting? Oh, yeah. I've yeah. done my fair share for deep okay. water bass, yeah.
3: Yeah. It talks about, he says, right now, drop shotting may help you score more and bigger bass on pressured lakes.
2: Yeah, because a lot of, the the harder, you know, the thing is, is that the the, the deep water bass, Danny, Yeah, they're like, they're in schools, you know. They're they're but they're traveling a little bit deeper water, and they will come up into shallow water at times, like at night or whatever. But it's harder to find those deeper water fish, you know, unless you're using techniques that will get down to where they're at. That's why, I like the deep running crankbaits, the the jig and pig area uh, area, or jigging plastics, you know, uh, the drop shots. You know, that stuff that will get down to that area. But to find those fish is more difficult because you're dealing in deeper water, a structure that you can't see unless you have a locator, you know, that's going to show you structure, you know, way down. Uh, and, and you know, yeah, it's just far harder to find them. But once you do, then you're going to be into a mother load. Well, he's kind of saying kind of what you
3: are, too. Now, he talks about Kentucky Lake. He says uh, it's one of the best lakes in the country but heavily pressured. Drop shotting has changed everything. The fish are always there and in big numbers, but you can't just pull up and catch them power fishing mm-hmm. the way you used to. These days, you often have to finesse them to catch them. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's just an effective way to finesse and fish deep water.
2: Well, you know, yeah. Well, and here's the thing about when you're talking about old lures it's like there's lures that, let's say, we used years ago, and then all of a sudden, you know, people stopped using them, they were using new stuff. It's not a bad idea to go back and use some of those older lures because they were catching fish before. They'll catch fish again. You know, they will. Like one of the one of the lures that's been around forever is the beetle spin. Now, some people they'll rather, you know, use other things for let's say crappies or right, whatever. And right. but the beetle spin will still catch fish. As a you kid,
3: know? I remember reading an outdoor life magazine article about using beetle spins for big crappie. Mm -hmm. and I started using beetle spins for crappies. Mm -hmm. Uh, My buddy Jimmy Whitney up in Green Bay, he used to swear by a purple beetle spin Mm -hmm. on Roberts Lake for walleyes. Mm -hmm. That's all they'd use, purple beetle spin. He'd throw that all day long, a purple beetle spin. You know, I don't even own a purple beetle spin,
2: I don't think I do either. Nope. But
3: I'm going to get one. Are you going to get one? And I'm going to try it for walleyes on Pewaukee Lake. <laughs> I'll bet I can take that purple beetle spin and fish a weed edge all summer day long and catch a little bit of everything. A I'm, little bit I'm, of everything. A little bit of everything. Yeah. I might get a walleye, I might you, bass. You might even catch a muskie on even, it. Well, actually, oh no. uh, one friend of mine who is now deceased... Uh, actually did talk about how he'd fish from shore because he lived on a lake and the bait he'd catch more fish on was a beetle spin really He said that gosh darn thing he'd catch muskies he'd catch everything on it
2: yeah the yeah. beetle spin yeah though, you'll be and and you know here's another thing now a lot of people have gotten away from using spoons on inland lakes. They use a lot of them on uh, Lake Michigan but not a lot of spoons on inland lakes But
3: every year after
2: I t- talking to your friend which one I don't uh, have any Ron friends. Johnson run. The spoons for deep water bass Ooh, are right. really hot and it's like oh wow those are making a comeback too you know so a lot of that old stuff that we used to use will still work you know it will but we get so enthralled with all the new stuff we forget about Every the old stuff. Every year
3: I tell myself that I'm going to try sticking with using like a daredevil for muskies for like a couple hours on Pewaki cuz no one ever uses it and no. who's to say It's something different. Those are heavily pressured fish. And every year, I might throw two casts with it and then quit.
2: Yeah, tie hair on the back of them, on that back of that third-devil hook. Put hair on the back. That'll work. There's Tom
3: Neubauer. I'll shoot a squirrel this week and put it on there.
2: There you go. All right, Danny, that's all I got. That's all I got. To all the listeners, thanks for listening. And God bless and
3: stay free, everyone. You've been listening to the Midwestern Shooter Supply, Cutting Edge Outdoors. Go hug your honey bunny. Talk.